good, baby, yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Matty Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you're laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MattyMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 1,463, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 1,463, where we are going to try to make sense of a mystery. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section, where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening down low. No. But without any further ado, do it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 1463 the one where we are trying to make sense of a mystery baby why because tonight we are talking all about the matrix reloaded baby that's right episode 1463 entitled the matrix reloaded now i'm not specifically talking about that movie in the series the matrix but i am in some way shape or form definitely talking about the Matrix, baby, and this one is going to take you on a wild ride, so I hope you are ready, and even more than that, I hope you are open, accepting, and just, you know, aware, so first off, man, we need to define what the Matrix is as we know it, and the Matrix, if you didn't know, is an environment or material in which something develops, a surrounding medium or structure, also, a Matrix is for mathematics as well, but that's not where we're heading with this sort of episode, you know what I'm saying, but where we are heading is somewhere similar to where Neo headed, and when he was awoken up and contacted by Morpheus, now if you've never seen The Matrix, it's a great movie, it's been out for a long time, the first of its kind that really hit the uh, the cinemas, man, it had people just really just in a different place after they saw it, man, and I'm the type of person that when I see something, when I hear something, some form of music or art, literature, whatever it is, I have this natural way of looking at things and connecting certain dots in a sense where I see something deeper than what I actually see, feel, or hear. And I think as a collective, as people, as human beings, I think we all do this, some on a more conscious level than others. But that's not to say that anyone's better than anyone else. We all just are programmed to do things a little differently. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to the matrix and where I'm going with this is The Matrix is a beautiful idea. It's a beautiful movie. Um, Despite who you think wrote the movie really means nothing. If you didn't know, there's a big argument behind who actually developed the film, who wrote it and the the script and everything like that. That is nothing merely more than feeding the ego, which is about as senseless as trying to drink the ocean water with a fork. You know what I'm saying? But regardless of that, which is why we're not here for that reason, But, you know, The Matrix is beautifully done in my eyes. Now, there are a lot of underlying things that people have gone into on this movie. And it's, uh, you know, it's truly enlightening to a certain extent. I've watched a couple uh, YouTube channels where people have broken down The Matrix and related it to real life. And I felt like this was something that, you know, at the time of watching someone else break it down, I didn't know that I wanted to do. But I just felt now more than ever that I... 
I should do it. So here we are, you know? So without getting too far off topic, man, The Matrix, a phenomenal movie in my opinion, but there are certain things in The Matrix that really stand out to me, and it's the whole movie at that because this whole time, Neo is given the option to take a red pill or a blue pill, and he takes the one that takes him out of what he believes to be the real world because uh, as a human being, he's walking around living his life, uh, what's perceived as normal, doing a normal job, working for corporate America, making a living, and then on the other side, he has a darker side, you know, which is more of who he actually is, which is a hacker in some sense, and he sells these hacks to people that are willing to pay for him, and you know, beyond all that, he has this underlying thing inside of him that's always constantly turning and brewing, and he thinks that there is something more, more to what he believes or perceives as life is, and we all see life in different spectrums, but a spectrum nonetheless, you know, like, you couldn't understand white if it weren't for black, and you couldn't understand black if it weren't for white, yet all the colors in the spectrum as we know it lie in the middle of black and white, and that's how we acknowledge them, so that being said, he took that and put it on the same premise as reality and non-reality, so when he was presented this option to escape what he thought was reality, he was then birthed into the real world. And when he was birthed into the real world, it became so uncomfortable to him that he almost wanted to go back. And when he realized that he couldn't go back, he then started to let go and accept. And that was one of the turning points for me in the film was when he started to let go and accept things because he caught glimpses of the potential. And the potential is within all of us. And I think the potential of life is what gives us more meaning in a sense of of what we're doing, and I think people are always trying to justify what it is they're doing, and a lot of us just continue to do things that we don't understand, but we're told matter in a physical sense, you know, so, which is why a lot of times you always have this deeper feeling inside of you, well, you know, you get ready to go to a job, let's say you necessarily don't like, or you're going to do a, a mundane task as going to Walmart or the grocery store or something like that, and we then take these emotions, and it's Instead of trying to let go, we end up feeding them and we make what really is just an effortless thing, uh, we make it that much more complicated and difficult because of all the attachments we choose to put into it. So Neo was doing this in the movie subconsciously as he was going about his life on a day-to-day basis. And like I said, when he was born, uh, reborn in a sense, he then began to realize things as, you know, as they are in a sense. And when he started to learn that he was once living in what he thought was a real world, but truly a fake world, he started to, you know, you saw a shift in him, and it was beautiful, especially after he had the meeting with the Oracle, which we'll get into uh, at a later time in this episode, so that being said, he didn't, he wanted to go back, and then he realized that, you know what, It, it just doesn't make any sense for him to go back unless it was to get plugged back into the Matrix to do what he had to do, you know, what I'm saying, it's a movie at the end of the day, you can't just have a movie that is, uh, you know, anticlimactic in a sense, you know what I'm saying, it would turn viewers away, so um, they they go on and he meets uh, everybody on the ship, the crew members, you know, you have the Morpheus, Trinity, I think it was Link and Dozer, uh, Apoc, Switch, and um, there was the mouse one, I, <laughs> I can't remember his name, and then there was the evil person on the 
ship, uh, which no one knew was evil until they began to, you know, live throughout the movie, which was Cypher, I believe. Now, uh, Cypher had gone back into the Matrix, which is, you know, to Neo at one point in his life, the real world, which is really the fake world. We'll call it the Matrix, of course. So he is having dinner with the enemy. And this is what I found truly interesting about the film after, you know, letting these thoughts arise was he's having dinner with the enemy that everybody is told to stay away from. And the reason for it is because he is tired of living in the real world that he thought was going to be better, which is the one that now, you know, um, Neo was born into again, reborn, as we said. And he knows that the things in the Matrix in what we think are the real world are real, like he's eating the steak dinner and he totally dismisses the question that the agent says to him, uh, Cypher, the, the bad guy, he dismisses it because he is focused on saying, I know that this steak doesn't exist. I know the flavor doesn't exist. I know how deliciously tender it is doesn't exist and the same as the delicious glass of wine that he is washing it all down with doesn't exist. Yet he is doing something that is trying to cut a deal to go back into that world because he doesn't like the real world of what he's found. So he wants to go back to living his old life, which is really just an unconscious life and thinking that everything that he's doing matters in a sense and that, you know, that stake is real. And he even goes on to say he doesn't want to remember anything. Now, just like any sacrifice in life, you have to give something in order to get something. And when people act out of desperation and ego, they are willing to cut a deal with the devil to get exactly what they want, disregarding the people around them. And that's because people mainly are ego driven. Half the things that you do out there are probably ego based. You may not think that, but at the end of the day, if you help someone to receive a good feeling about yourself, you're not doing it for the pure act of giving. You're doing it because you are searching to be more fulfilled in life, you know? So it's it's funny how the movie ends up going on and people will say, well, you know, this, this whole thing just doesn't make sense because the Oracle, who is the all-seeing and knows, uh, if the Oracle could in fact see all and know all, why wouldn't she pre-warn the, the other crew members of the ship to let them know what Cypher was going to do or what he had done so they could have saved the lives of a few of the members? And the, the key is, is if you have the answers to every aspect of life, once you give them what is left to give, and not only that, but once you believe that you solve a problem, have you ever noticed that another problem arises, you know, and this is the, the, the key right here is we don't allow life to just take its course. We always try to decipher it like Cypher tried to go back from what he came to find out was, in fact, real life, and he just, he didn't want it anymore. He, he didn't like the realness of it because he was so used to what he thought the luxury of life was, even though it was nothing. It was filling an empty void, which like I said, it 
it's like drinking the ocean with a fork, you know, you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you cannot fool all of the people all of the time. And this was a deeper message that I found resonated with the movie, but I didn't get necessarily from the movie. I just felt as if it's, uh, you know, properly applied in this form for describing. But it's, it's crazy to me because once, you know, the movie plays out and, you know, crazy ending and all this stuff, man, it gets cool. It gets a lot of fun and things like that. But that chunk of the movie right there from the beginning up until that point where, you know, Cypher pretty much trades everyone who saved him in for his own selfish, egotistical desires is what, to me, uh, stood out the most and really made the movie that much better. Now, the fact that, you know, I know a majority of people out there, especially you listening, if you came to tune in to hear a review or something on the latest Matrix, which I haven't seen, it is, you know, it's, it is a movie at the end of the day, but it's funny because certain things make us feel certain ways. We get different ideas from how we perceive different things. And like I said earlier on in the episode, I have a natural ability to kind of try to connect dots where there may be no dots. And that's just how my mind works in a sense. And I don't try to fight it because once you try to fight something, uh, the harder it is to let it go and to accept. And that brings me on to the next thing is, you know, your inability, which is this, this is a really good message. I believe the movie may have been trying to project, not really sure, but uh, it made me think like this is your inability to let go will always imprison you to a place of uncomfortable confinement, whether knowingly or unknowingly. You know, we make what seems to be the conscious choice to stay in this frame of thought as if letting go of it is worse than what you're actually currently doing and experiencing. And that brings me to this is, you know, people first need to understand that you don't really understand. You know, you justify, you you take action, you do these things that you believe deep down are right, but can never understand if there's right, because if there were a right, then you acknowledge there is a wrong. Just like if you acknowledge an I, that means there is an other, and so on and so forth. And life is a very mysterious thing at that. And it's two, two different sides. You have the matrix side where things seem very real and they are at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're making them as real as they are. You're making a conscious choice or maybe unconsciously to continue to do things that you're doing. You were raised in a fashion where, you know, you were taught a certain way how to do certain things. And when you tried to go against the grain, maybe you got slapped, maybe you got disciplined and things like that. So now being older without that, you know, those chains attached to you, you're still acting in that manner. It's because you've been conditioned. So my whole thing about that is just life in general matrix, whether you believe the world is real, whether you believe it's not real, the matrix as that movie definitely held a lot more water in the glass than I thought uh, it, it could have ever, you know, and maybe that's to say that at one point I was ignorant to think that, you know, a movie could do something as it's done for me or other people out there, you know, that's why you have diehard fans of like the Harry Potters and the Lord of the Rings and things like that and the, the Pirates of the Caribbean and so on and so forth and, you know, at the end of the day, they're in escape in some way, shape or form just as what you may be doing in life is an escape of what's really, you know, truly existing within and around and I think that the more you are unwilling 
to let go at the end of the day, the further down the rabbit hole you're gonna get like Alice. And as soon as Alice in that movie, as we can relate to that, uh, she began to let go at the end of it. And she started to remember some of the basic teachings of her father. And next thing you know, she broke out of this little frame of Alice who she thought she was. And then the little rabbit, I believe, said, there she is. And that's when you become awakened. And that's what happened when Neo took whichever pill he took to, uh, you know, become reborn and things like that. And to me, that is just, you know, a beautiful message that I believe resonates with a lot of people out there. Maybe you listening still, which if you are, shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it truly, madly, deeply, all for one. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, man, life is what it is. You know, they say it's what you choose to make it. And that might be true to some extent. You know, we all have to play the game to some extent, but at what cost? You know what I mean? And I think that's the key right there. And just like the Oracle, if you knew the move, to every single game, what's the point of playing the game? You know, like the Super Bowl, if if the Super Bowl truly mattered, uh, there would have only been one in all of our existence, but there's a new one every year to dub a new champion and things like that. People want to be contested. Now, it's not a matter of who truly was the best, but now it's about competition and life breeds competition naturally. Uh, and I think you will find no stiffer competition than the one that you have with yourself on a regular basis. And the more that you learn to act out of, you know, spontaneity in a sense, the more you begin to realize and understand that life holds a lot more to it than you may understand or be able to understand at this point in time. And like I said, people that get confronted with the uncomfortable truth or what seems uncomfortable will reject it. You know, uh, the same could be said for the movie Doctor Strange when uh, Doctor Strange, an ignorant man, pompous and, you know, truly capable of so many great things, as the Ancient One says, he was shown a way out of what he believed to be, you know, the answer. And as soon as he was shown the way, he rejected it. And that uh, is, you know, a big message in itself, which we could make another episode on, but it is, it's truly something spectacular and leaves me awestruck when you will be presented something that can totally change your life for the better, but you allow certain things and key factors in life to keep you where you are just to complain about not being, you know, man enough, a woman enough to take that chance and to live the life that you so nearly seek. You know, if someone came up to you today and said, listen, I have the answer to make your life and your wildest dreams come true and everything like that. It's as simple as this. You're going to think that, mm, what? You know what I'm saying? You're going to think like, what is this cat smoking? You know what I mean? Like there is no way that it can be that simple where it all comes back like I said because everything is full circle as I said earlier in the episode human beings like to complicate things and you know if we don't understand it we get uncomfortable and instead of letting go and giving in we choose to fight and we put ourselves even deeper into that hole of madness and unawareness that we currently may be so at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen without going on forever because I, I think I could talk about this forever more or less ramble you know what I'm saying and no one wants to hear that, especially because I'm no Joe Rogan, you know what I mean? But I will say that this message to me, the movie, The Matrix, and different things that we mentioned, uh, you know, they all go hand in hand, and it's what you choose to take away from them, more or less, and even more than that, how they make you feel, you know? And sometimes there are certain emotions worth exploring, 
and other times people think that there aren't but you're not wrong to have hate inside of you you're not wrong to have love inside of you you're not wrong to have a lot of the emotions that everyone shares inside of you even if people try to make you feel outcasted as if you're different or indifferent it's the fact of merely not knowing that makes people go from I don't know I don't really know how to put this into words but it's the art of not knowing where there is simplicity there is truth there is something in there for everybody but how uncomfortable it makes the average person is something more that people end up weighing out whether it's worth it or not worth it so they totally evade the point of why they started in the first place on their journey much like that cat cypher that we talked about that turned all his boys in and cause some deaths in the matrix all right ladies and gentlemen so that's all i want to talk about kind of a crazy topic man but you know a very real one and i think one that a lot of people can relate to so if you're one of them feel free to drop a comment you know do what you got to do um i just do this for me you know at the end of the day and if you enjoy it thank you if not no big deal man i hope you have a beautiful day at the end of the day but the show isn't quite over yet so stick around because that final thought is coming at you live in three two one Let's get it. For it is not within others we'll find the answers to our greatest questions, but rather within ourselves. You're equipped with all the knowledge you need. The only problem is your ability to understand and let go of what you think you know. You can be someone who fights for ego or someone who surrenders for growth. The choice is yours. You've got this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it. Another phenomenal day in Epicast in the books and a beautiful, beautiful little masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? If you ask me, of course, man, that I hope you truly enjoyed a lot of fun for me to create, but also a lot of fun to project in a way that, you know, I just felt rather than thought about, man. I truly appreciate everyone for stopping by and rocking out with me and make sure you check back in with me for another beautiful episode tomorrow night. But as for right now, this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo saying one life, one love. I'm out. <laughs>